This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's being covered there, sister. I got you guys' back. Oh, you do. I'm pissing you off this morning, Mr. (laughs) Talkative at 620. Wake up, for Christ's sake. Let's go. All I do is try to read, and he just goes, tell me what else. What else are you doing? What else? What else you got? Let's go. (laughs) What's that? You got a job to do, sister. I barely. I'm trying to. I'm trying to, but you're making it hard. How am I making it hard? Tell me. Sing along, God dang it. I don't say God dang it. I know. I was trying to be nice. Liar. No, I just, look, you got to understand something. I got up at 4 in the morning for 37 years, and now I don't get up until 5.30 in the morning. I know. Which is a huge benefit. You're, so sorry I'm in a great mood. You're in a great mood. I am. I'm in a wonderful and mood. And I love I love having you in studio, and I love hanging out with you, but it is so funny in the morning. You are like, Brittany, what are you doing? I'm reading. Well, oh, what are you reading? What's going on? I'm like, oh, my God. What a child. What a well, Thank you. You're both children. Oh, I'm a child. I've just decided. I'm the both child. Both of you and everyone else involved. I'm going to get you a fidget spinner in the morning. I tried one of those. You don't want to give me one of those. <laughs> I'll probably hit you right in the head with it. <laughs> I believe that. I know. You don't want me near a fidget spinner. I haven't even seen one of those in years. Oh, they're totally around. I uh, Are they? Yeah, kiddos. A bunch of kiddos have them. Oh, that's a good thing. So I woke up early this morning. I went to bed last night at 9.30, but I woke up this morning at 4 for some reason. I don't that, that happens. You know, just one, some mornings you just wake up and that's all there is to it. So I sat down and I watched an episode of CSI Miami. Oh. And it was about a bunch of rappers on stage at the beginning. And they're wrapping up a storm. And then, of course, somebody gets shot to death. Oh, no. Because they're rappers. Of course. But it's so hilarious. I don't know who writes these bits for the supposed rappers or little speeches they make. Oh, my God, was it embarrassing. Was it bad? It's like they come in and go, so, sir, uh, you were on stage when it happened? Well, God damn, get up with the get down. I'm like, <laughs> come on, really? Uh, Is that how rappers talk? I think we have some audio from last night. You're fucking 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 There it is. That sounds like a very talented rapper. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? There's nothing but talent right mm-hmm. there, baby. But honestly, God. Uh, my, my, mama, don't play that. It's like, shut up for Christ's sake. That's such Hollywood inner city talk. Um, well, I suppose rapper talk more than inner city. Who was the, who, it's the main guy on that one is the redhead guy or no? Yeah, yeah. What the hell's his name? Was he yeah. like? Oh, he, t- he slowly takes his sunglasses off yep. every time he comes to an epiphany, that guy? He yeah. goes, this case is, is coming to a rap. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, wah! They play the music. Yep. He, oh, he always delivers a big line. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. But you got to watch this episode. I can't remember what season. I'll have to track it down. But you could not understand one thing the rapper was saying because he kept kept going with the jargon. <laughs> David David Caruso. David yeah, Caruso. There you go. Is. Supposed to be a nice guy. I never talked to him, never met him or anything, but I've heard that he's a pretty decent guy. He lives out in the East Coast somewhere, kind of stays to himself now after making $80 billion on that show. That show was huge, man. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, a little weather here with Tom Bernard show, blustery and cold with rain. Enough with the blustery and cold. Like I said, I'm going to read the weather like a rapper. We'll get up with the get down. No. That's it. Uh, blustery and cold with rain and snow showers, a coating of snow on lawns possible. Roads will just be wet, a high of 40. Tonight, evening snow showers ending with a low of 30. Saturday, still breezy and cold, mostly cloudy, 40 for the high. 
on Sunday when Turtle Dove gets home. Mostly sunny and a bit milder, so she gets sunny in 46. We'll take it. What the hell is that? She brings it with her. No, Monday, sunny, 53. Tuesday, sunny, 55. I'm liking all that. That sounds good. Right now it's cloudy. It's 36. Uh, I didn't. Was it blustery when you came? I don't remember it being blustery. Didn't feel blustery. No. No, uh, I imagine that'll be coming up the second we walk out the door today. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably true. Mm-hmm. It did feel, yeah, just like kind of like that biting cold where I was debating for not bringing a coat, and then I was like, oh, I got to wear a coat. I still got that deal. I never wear a coat. I know. It's just weird, isn't it? I, I feel like you just don't <laughs> want your arms covered. Is that what it is? I don't know. You, I never I see what you the in hell. a coat. I never wear a coat. It's cold today. It feels a little, little cold today. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that one. So, yeah, it's, uh, what did I say, the temp was again, 36? Yeah, cloudy and 36 right now. So, yeah, it's, it's chilly, no question. Uh, I read this headline, and I went, good, somebody finally got rid of one of them. Uh-oh. Man who killed radio anchor. Oh. Why the hell would you kill a radio anchor? Oh. Jesus. He, oh, Jesus, it gets worse. Man who killed radio anchor, tortured his family, gets life in prison. Did you ever hear this story? I've never even heard of this story. Mm-mm. No. I, apparently, he's already been sentenced, so it's been around for a while. In a move, an assistant prosecutor called Fairly Rare, a man who murdered Detroit radio anchor Jim Matthews last year. I don't remember that. Ha- Do you remember no, that? No, no. I don't remember them covering that story at all. Jim Matthews, was he at like W4 or one of those stations? Probably? That's how bad radio is nowadays. Yeah. Guy gets killed. They don't have to make the news. Eh, you know, we're not going to cover that. Nobody listens. It's true. Uh, by the way, I'm going to throw it in quickly. There are a couple of good shows out there, but I was dialing around the dial this morning, morning radio. Mm-hmm. Good luck to you with that. Oh, <laughs> so, God. <laughs> it's not very good. There are a couple of good shows, but, you know. Uh, in any case, uh, he, last year uh, he killed Jim Matthews, pleaded no contest to multiple counts, including first-degree premeditated murder, spend the rest of his life behind bars. Arthur Williamson, 55, was friends with Nicole Gurton, who's Matthews' girlfriend, who was attacked along with the couple's two children on the day Williamson murdered Matthews. The Detroit Free Press uh, reports, Gerton uh, testified in February that at the time of the attack, she considered Williamson, whom she'd known about two years, her best friend. She said he'd call her in the middle of the night asking to come over and that he'd never exhibited violence around her and family before as Matthews' return from the midnight shift loomed. So, Oh, so Matthews is the overnight guy? Is that, that what I'm taking Sounds away like, yeah, she was really close friends with this guy and would talk at night with him. What the hell? It's, yeah. It's like being friends with you. Yeah, except I go to bed at nine. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany would never kill you in the middle of the no, night. No, I would, would never. Yes, oh, my would. God. No, you would, too. Maybe Lies. at 620 when you come in here, <laughs> but not in the middle of the night. It was 627, actually. Uh, Let's get it straight. Uh, she and Williams. oh, here we go. Here's your answer. She and Williamson, who did drugs together and had had an intimate relationship of which Matthews was aware, had done heroin and crack cocaine that day. Gee, I wonder why he killed people. Um, never done heroin, never done crack cocaine. You don't hear those two together very often. Like, you either do heroin or you do crack. But I feel like it's rare that it's like an upper and a downer. You go, I'm going to both do heroin and crack today. So what is crack? I don't even know what that is. It, isn't it uh, hardened cocaine? It's a, oh, is that it's a version is? of cocaine okay. that is like a, it's yeah. much cheaper than cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, step, you know? stepped on. I don't know. I've read it in a book once. Oh, it's much cheaper to buy. I mean, to for other people to buy it. 
Jesus, Palomino. Yeah, it's not good when he comes over. He's already pissed off. Now he's doing heroin and crack cocaine. He attacked her with a knife and told her, when Jim gets home, I'm going to kill him. He also attacked. Why would you kill an overnight radio guy? What could he have possibly done? I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Did you guys ever do overnights? Yeah, forever. I was like... Yeah, I did a... Over at the queue? At the queue, I did, did overnights. Yeah, I, I set up your show. Oh, that's right. I used to you come in the morning, for, you'd be there. That's for right. a long time, yeah. That was that was a rough go. Well, yeah, the ratings plummeted after we brought you <laughs> there on. There was that. Yeah. But I don't remember, it would be so much harder now in my 30s. My 20s, I don't remember it affecting me that much. No, it's a different deal. It's a different <clears throat> deal. And I would like leave there in a good mood and be like, do 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 and like get breakfast but yeah now if you asked me to do that i would die i would literally die mm -hmm. i suppose that's true did you ever do overnights rudy yeah overnights at 95 7 the rock in lacrosse wisconsin oh, in lacrosse okay man and that was the best because i lived so the radio station is downtown lacrosse right next to the river and then mm -hmm. i lived a block away next to third street which is like party central and yeah. i lived above a bar called spanky's so, Spankies. and the bars don't close till 2 a.m. So, at 1.45 a.m., we would load up, like, th four songs into the system because we, everything was run on CD. But there was, like, three or four songs in the system you could yeah, just yeah. plug in. So, we'd plug in three or four songs, run up to the bar, have a couple of shots and drinks, run back before the last song ended. <laughs> Nobody knew the difference. Okay, when you say we, you were... With another person? Yeah, me and the overnight. The other, there was two overnight people. There was two oh. uh, sister stations. So we'd run up, we'd close down the bar quick, and then come back. Oh, it was wild times. When I did overnights at KQ, I was in charge of 93X and Love 105 as well. Like, there was no we. There was no two people there. I was no. always there by myself, a thousand percent. So when you say we, I go, whoa, I wish... If I'd have had another prison there, you know how fun that would have been? Yeah. So what did they do for the overnight shows on those stations? They pre-recorded, and oh, then you did. just had okay. to make sure it ran okay. And, like, if it didn't, you had to go there and push buttons and stuff. Because I've noticed that since I've been back in town just a few days that a lot of radio stations now play their morning show on the overnight show again. Yeah, They're I've heard. They're doing that. I've heard that, but I think a lot of them just pre-record. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, how much you pay an overnight guy? What the hell's the problem? You don't pay very much. And That's like, what I'm saying. I was also like, you know, hey, if anything in the parking lot, give a call. To play. You, were, you did so many random things. But, yeah, you did, you did not get paid well. So not, nothing but it was fun? It was fun. Yeah, you what know, it's it? funny. Like, it, I had fun. I mean, it was like my first radio job was working yeah. overnight on yeah. KQ, so it was not as bad. There was way worse radio jobs to go do, and so I just did that for many, not many years, but for... <laughs> Long time. A while, yeah. Uh, Tom, do you remember Dan O'Day? That sounds familiar. From where? He was like a longtime radio consultant. That sounds really familiar. Yeah, I've been around forever. And okay. the first time I met him, he played me this uh, this recording of a guy doing overnights in like Detroit. Oh. On like a, uh, I don't know, like a, uh, it was like a classic rock station. And you hear the backside of Jimi Hendrix. It's coming down the song and you hear, hey, it's 95.5. The, the uh, you know, whatever, the cave. Hey, man, it's the shark man hanging out with you. We got Led Zeppelin. We got, uh, you know, some uh, uh, Pink Floyd on the way. Boom, right in the commercials. And you hear like, 30 seconds of a commercial, and then you start hearing people in the background talking, and you're like, oh, no, that guy's mic is still on. Oh, and he doesn't realize no. it. And he's he's like, and all of a sudden he goes, hang on. You can hear him like get closer to the mic, and he goes, hey, man, hang on one second. Hang on. The phone's ringing. He picks it up. He's like, hey, Jim, Jim, 
Nah, shit, no, man. No, we got a bunch of, we got some strippers down here. No, I got a little bit of blow. Why don't you grab a case of Coors? Oh, Bring it on down. Yeah, hell, hang on a second. Hang on a second, man. My hotline's ringing. Hang on a second. And you hear him lean over and he picks uh -oh. up the hotline. He goes, yeah, hello, studio. What? My what is still on? <laughs> Click. <laughs> and the, the package that that tape was sent to him said, how I lost my job in Detroit. <laughs> That's amazing. How do you not know when the mic is on? That's like the one yeah. thing you know yeah. all the time. Yeah. There's no music in the studio. There's always a light on. But you know, I suppose when you're doing, it's 2 a.m. and you've got a bunch of strippers and drugs in your system, you, you know, tend to forget. You brought up one of my favorite drops of all time. Do you know the Shark Man drop? Is that I, what you brought? I, his name up? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I know that. I don't. I oh. really don't know that guy. Yeah, we got to find it. Look for it because he. Here's how we would do his show, and it is out there somewhere. And I can't remember where he worked, but he, it was Shark Man. And every time he'd come on the air, he'd go ninety nine point ninety nine nine Shark Man going wild. <laughs> he would do that every time. He would start go really low. Shark Man going wild. Going wild. It's like what going the wild. hell. Yeah, it was quite the delivery. Really I, smooth. I kind of love it. Shark Man. Going wild. <laughs> See, you and I can do that together. I'll do the Shark Man and you do the Going Wild. That'll Done. Are you having any luck finding it at all? It might be a bitch to find. Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, a couple yeah. of small things about a guy named Shark Man. And then Shark Man. Looks like he was only Shark Man for a little bit of time. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'll keep digging. If I can find it, I'll definitely throw it up. See, I stuck with Cat Man for, what, about... Ten years. Catman. Going wild. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That'd be me. That's my kind of delivery right there. There's no doubt about it. A list of things we no longer have any patience for includes, well, I don't want to tell you what it includes, but I would have to agree 100% with what it includes. Okay. I will tell you that. Cranky old men are right about one thing. Sometimes it's healthy to realize you no longer have the energy to put up with something. Mm -hmm. People on social media are talking about the things they no longer have any patience for. Uh, do you have anything on the on the internet that you have no? I don't go on the internet, so it doesn't affect me. Um, no patience for. Um, I would say I'm not going to fight online. I'm no, not. No, that's a good move. I mean, I'm rarely going to fight in person. Mm, that's not true. Um, that's but not true. That's but, not true. But yeah. I'm not going to fight online. I have no patience for go the back and forth. No, I understand, Rudy. Anything. He's checking out the videos. Oh, he's still checking out the videos. Okay. In any case, so um, these uh, a list of things we no longer have any patience for, including, uh, and here they are. I want to go from the bottom to the top here. Oh, my God. We'll go through these quickly. Uh, the full-on memoir before every single online uh, recipe. Oh, those are the worst. What's, what is that? Okay, so like if you look up, let's say I want to make banana bread, and you want to look up a banana bread recipe. People write all these big blogs before they show you the recipe. It's really? so long. It's like, me and my husband lived in this cottage for eight oh, years with our God. daughter before oh. we had the sensation to bake some banana bread. And you're like, just oh. how many, what's the oven supposed to be at? <laughs> oh, Gretchen, you're the worst. I'm going 350. 
What do you think? Three. That's what I always. I always oh, okay, automatically put that in and then try to find it. <laughs> I couldn't find the shark man going wild. Damn! But it. I did find a little bit of an air check that you may want to hear because it is pretty brutal. Interviews with both Kiss and famous fans. Kiss kicks off their arena tour October first in Allentown, Pennsylvania, with Lynch Mob and Faster Pussycat. They'll also stop by Z-Rock on Tuesday to talk with the old shark man about a few things. <laughs> Who knows? It could get real nasty. Harry even. With a sludge on the shark man. Z-Rock sludge. If you're not out of here in three seconds, I'm calling my cops. Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, so funny. I'm, I'm quitting the business just for hearing that. Might even get a little hairy. <laughs> What the hell does that mean? <laughs> what? Shockburn. Shockburn. If you're not out of here in three seconds, I'm calling the cops. Jesus. Whatever. I got to be cooler. Why did we ever get into this business with people like that? That's so cool. <clears throat> Explain it to me. It's so cool. So cool. Oh, okay. Must be nice. Uh, while you were checking that out, we're just running down a list of, of things that people have no patience for any longer. In uh, You know. Uh, the airport, well, I don't like going to the airport either. It's a pain in the ass, but you got to go, you got to go. It's, un- you got to do it. Yeah, if you, you got to do it, you get in line, shut up. Adults who act like high school kids, I don't know any of those. Wait, you, a- adult what? Adults who act like high school oh. kids. Oh, yeah, I don't. Anyone? I don't, no, I don't. I feel like that's a very, that's a niche, that's like a very <laughs> specific situation you're, that person's dealing yeah, with. Yeah, it pretty much is. Uh, then you got uh, outrage culture, though people point out that some of the memes that come from it are funny. What is outrage culture? So everybody's pissed off about everything. Is that what they mean by that? Um, I mean, I think it's like the idea of like, we, we talk about this sometimes that like somebody sees somebody sneeze without covering their mouths and they're like, oh, how dare they? Mm-hmm. Outrage so that's, culture. Oh, that's, what, that's outrage yeah. culture. All right, I'll do one more because we've got to go to a break here in a second because Sandy's coming up in a couple of minutes, but... Anything that has influencer in it. Yeah. So did they actually bring up influencers? I, th- I thought influencers are people that got out there and got your products sold, but I don't well, know anything about them. It's like self-declaring yourself an influencer. Oh, so you're really special? Mm-hmm. And being like, I have a huge following. Um, oh, okay. And that happens a lot. I, there was a stand-up comedian who's a server as well, and he said that it happens a lot at restaurants where – the restaurant he works at, somebody will come in and be like, you know, I do have, you know, 400,000 followers. So, like, I'm assuming this meal is oh, free. God. And I'll okay. take pictures and post it and stuff. Yeah, so, what yeah. What a shock. Yeah. Uh, three quick ones here. People who text and drive, there's no question that pisses me you off. You cannot do that. Working outside of work hours, no thank you. But number one is family drama. I don't like family drama. Do you have a lot of drama in your family? No, not you at didn't? all. No, Rudy not anymore. And I both did. Not not anymore. I'm saying but right I mean, you now. You did. Though. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know cuz like my mom just left my dad at some point. Yeah, but it's cuz you told her to tell him that. <laughs> I was 5. Let's look let's, let's get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of my house. I will take a break. We will take a break and we'll be right back a little Sandy coming up. Next right now my pillow is a massive closeout sale happening on their all season slippers. Listeners continually make the My Slippers the number one selling My Pillow product, and I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use promo code my promo code Tom T O M, you'll get the all season slippers for twenty five bucks, regularly one hundred forty nine ninety eight. That would be over one hundred twenty dollars in savings. 
Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out, trust me. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented uh, layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, too. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes, all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for just $25, regularly priced at $149.98, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code for this incredible offer. These will not last long, so order now. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword Partner. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Tom here. Why should your business work with my friends at North American Banking Company? Here's Minnesota hockey legend Winnie Brown of OS Hockey. North American Banking Company has really allowed our business to grow over the years because whenever we have a question, we have the convenience of being able to walk in or we know exactly who to call to get things done. To learn more about North American Banking Company, go to nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com. Or visit any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, about 722 right now. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Personal injury lawyers, as a matter of fact, seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant bringing you Sanny. Sanny, what's the latest? Well, you, Michael Bryan must be pretty proud of his team. You know, he's a big Boston guy. They yep. knock off the Twins and almost take off Kentamia's uh, ankle with a with a yes, shot. Sir. That I don't know how long that's going to be, uh, but that did not look good for him. And uh, hey, before we get too deep into sports, you mentioned the things that drive me nuts on the internet. Yes, you ever come across something like I read it once because I had some sciatic issues. How to fix sciatica? 
you spend 20 minutes reading and then you have to like go buy and pay for a pamphlet <laughs> or a video. they don't give you anything and they do it. I mean, it's knee surgery. Uh, it could be diabetes, erectile dysfunction. The list is endless, but I don't think any of them tell you anything. It's horrible. Bob. The, the other thing that drives me nuts, Tom, these because I if you go on Instagram, like I, I scroll because I like you could watch uh, clips from the Modern Family and Seinfeld and a lot of good shows. Then you get in, interspersed to these uggos who think they're hot and sexy. They should uggos. not be putting stuff out. Uggos. Bob, I got a problem. There's a problem here. I don't understand what's wrong, but what? I can hear you very clearly. It never happened before. How does yeah, that happen? Stop. What's going yeah, on? Well, I moved, uh, I moved <laughs> indoors into my the indoor studio, and uh, I make um, well, the dogs have to stay outside until I'm off the air. Because sounds- if not, they're just you know, ripping off a storm with their barking. That sounds great, Bob. The mic sounds terrific. Lovely. That, well, you know, it's all Rudy. Oh, it's all Rudy? Okay. I, I was yeah. hoping you were going to say that, because if not, I was going to interject and say, sure. don't you be taking well, credit for this, Bob. Sure. <laughs> you know why? Because now he's hitting the right buttons. That's what oh. it is. Oh. Oh. That's what it is. There is a like shot. Before. There is a shot. So that's what it's all about. But anyway, your, your twins are still a game up, and uh, it's yep. a long season. Uh, Washington Nationals coming to town. But, Tom, the team I really want to talk about is the Timberwolves. Oh, God. Uh, Did you hear what Charles Barkley said about Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns? No. They're 14 feet of dumb. (laughs) I love him. I do love him. It's just, and he's so right. (laughs) Carl Anthony Towns, I mean, the guy, he thinks he's a superstar. Yeah. He's. He, and he also thinks he's seven feet tall. Oh, I can throw, you know, launch him up from three. It's you're, you're seven feet tall. How about getting inside and get an offensive rebound? The two of them, him and Gobert, get some offensive rebounds once in a while. But no, they don't want to be bothered with that. But, and their coach, it's actually 20 feet of dumb, Tom, because you can throw their coach in there too. Yeah, that's true. You're absolutely. You know what, though? That's a, that, that is worth watching the next NBA game just to hear if Charles Barkley comes up with another great one. I love that. That's a great line. Oh, he, he goes after the Timberwolves, especially <laughs> Towns. He's been doing it for the, for the last few years. He is That show that they have on, uh, was it TBS or TNT, whichever one it is, it's terrific. And, and Shaq is always like, he always looks like he's brooding, but he's funny too. He is. Yep. He is indeed. But Barkley's the best. They got game three tonight at, uh, you know, at Target Center. And uh, honestly, I mean, I know there's Wolves fans and probably some who think they have it. They got no shot. No. The, the t- in first round series in the NBA, the team that's down 0 2. Has they have a chance, like a a six percent chance of winning? Ninety three point eight percent of the time, the team that's up two and zero wins the series. <laughs> so they got no shot at this. They got no shot. They're not good anyway. No, they need to. They really need the new owners need to dismantle this team. The first thing you do is yep. get rid of Chris uh, Finch, their coach, because he doesn't know how to coach. It's obvious. I mean, he should be all over towns and telling him. What, where to be, and what to do, but and he let that thing get out of hand. The final regular season game, where uh, Towns didn't even punch the guy, this Kyle Anderson, who, by the way, I'm not a big fan of his either, because he skated on it. And he's like the victim. He's the one who said, "Shut the f up," you know, right, bitch. right. Me, he didn't get in, it, get in no trouble. So B I C H. Yeah, right. <laughs> I still <laughs> love that. He should have spelled it out. God, that was so good. We can't even play that anymore because just there's no way we could play that audio anymore. 
There are just too many things. But when he says to that cop, yeah, bitch, B I C H. Okay. Whatever you say, sir. Anyway, Sandy, so now I'm all fired up about the, the fact that I won't have to hear the Timberwolves name for a while again because they're getting their ass kicked yet again. Well, like I said, tonight at Target Center. And again, when I say tonight, why? We're in the central. We are the central time zone. Why are these games starting at 930? I know. You're right. Same thing with the Wild. You know, they're yep. home too. 930 start against the Stars. That's, that's 1-1. That one is, uh, I mean, that one could go either way. I, and I obviously, I mean, that's one where you hope the wild uh, come out of that. And I, I just have a real problem with the NHL that makes the second and third place team play each other in the first round. It's just stupid. You think it's going to get a rivalry going? That that's not fair to either team. No, nah, that's I understand, Bob. No question about it. No doubt about you know, it. Now, you all uh, all excited? Less than a week to the draft. Yes, I'm all fired up. There's a, yeah, who bet. who are they looking at, Bob? Here, Tom, the problem is you, yep. you think they should want to get a quarterback. That would yes. mean moving up. Based on just last year, uh, they're going to wind up moving down because they only have five draft picks, so they want a stockpile. The problem is you're not getting players that are as good as a first-round pick should be. So, you know, you're throwing too much at the wall, and I, I never liked that whole theory. I like the old – I actually used to make fun of it, but I like the best player available. Take the best guy – when you get, you know, your pick on with the twenty-third pick, yeah, that's what they should be doing. No question about it. I, Bob, did I tell you that I I didn't uh, talk to him or anything, but I ran into your uh, your quarterback uh, my last day in Florida. Did I tell you? You mentioned that? that. Yeah, I thought that, uh, so. Kirk Cousins was there. I thought he'd be a bigger guy, and I don't mean tall, but he doesn't have a whole lot of muscle on him. What is that? No, but he okay. Well, the the the, uh, the goat Tom Brady is very thin. Yeah, that's I mean, true. It, yep. You know, You're some right. of these guys. Yeah, like Ben Roethlisberger was a beast, and Josh Allen is a big right, guy. Right. Right. But some of them aren't, and you wonder, geez, how did they throw that ball sixty yards? I know. I, I that's pretty amazing, actually, when you look at it. But yeah, I didn't talk to him or anything like that. But I just and Ka- and I didn't notice it was Catherine was well, the one who noticed that. My God, he, I thought he'd be a lot bigger than he is. And again, it's not no, a he's not. Deal. I mean, he's not a big guy at all. Not, no. You know, he just and he doesn't look like he's muscular either. It must be no. those long, lean muscles. Yep, that's I'm um, because he can throw, like you said, you can throw the ball eight thousand miles. So he's got to have some muscle. I mean, a guy. I, I've never been a big fan, but he, no. he is. He's a really good regular season quarterback. I'll leave it at that. You know, I mean, not a postseason guy. I want to ask everybody on the show something. Why is it that Minnesota is so good on on? getting people on their teams that can't quite get the job done. Why are we so good at that? Probably weather. Yeah, you think it's the weather's part of it. I bet there's a lot of players that just choose. Oh, they, yeah. they skip us up because it's like there's yeah. no way. In fact, they always talk about how any any city hosts a Super Bowl, there's always like an influx of cash and celebrities that move to that city afterwards. Yep. Yeah. Minneapolis got none of that after yeah. we hosted it. It was so brutally cold that week during the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that it was so bad. Jayla was like, get me on the first private jet out of here. I, I want know. out so fast. little chilly, <laughs> no doubt about it. And that really comes into play with the Timberwolves. Yes. Oh, I mean, God, think yeah. of all the major free agent signings they've had. They, they got Latrell Sprewell to come here, and nobody else wanted him, you know, because he, he had some issues. But, no, they, don't, they do not want to come here. It's different. Like, Carlos Correa, he came here, but he's coming when the weather's decent. Yep, good point. That's so good that's point. not a, as big a deal. I mean, football, they'll get some guys if they'll come for, you know, for money. But they probably figure, too, hey, 
right after January when we get knocked out in the first round, I can go to Florida. Yeah, that's that's the whole deal. Who was Latrell Sprewell? Is he the one said cash money, homie? That, no, he. Yeah, well, he. No, I think that was Randy Moss's line. But he's the no. one who said, you know, he he's got mouse to feed. The guy was that's making right. millions, and he had had to put yeah. food on the table. I also choked out his coach. Yes, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, PJ Carlissimo. Yeah. Well, like I said, one of the reasons other teams didn't want him. So what if- yeah, he'll come here, but they're not. They're never going to attract great free agents. No. And that's not. why they're never going to be any good. I'd have to agree with you, Bob. I've been trying and trying and trying to become a, a Timberwolves fan. But I, first of all, most of the guys on the team are pricks. So that doesn't help. See, well, the big problem is it doesn't matter what coach you bring in. These guys are all entitled because the NBA has allowed them to become that. I agree. They run the team. They've ruined the sport. They really have. So then no coach is going to change. The 14 feet of dumb. <laughs> I love 14 feet. <laughs> it's a great that's, line, that's Danny. Absolutely uh, terrific. All right, now I got a, I got a medical question for you guys because I know you're also versed. Oh, sure. I think I might have broken a toe. Do you need to go get one x-rayed? It's not really painful, just all bruised and black and blue. If it's a toe, can they do anything for it? I mean, usually it's the... Okay, so... In some cases, they do have to do surgery, but in most cases, it's just immobility. So you'd want to have something, like get a boot, one of those like plasticky or like uh, whatever boots to wear, because you want to not jostle it. Oh, well, the jostling is, that's, that's yeah, that, that could happen. Now, I got to tell you the backstory, and it's embarrassing how it happened. Sure. My son shoots trap my all three of my sons have but my young i volunteered to help the high school team load the trap house which means those little clays they go in cylinders like 20 cylinders on this thing and when you open it there's like a uh, a plate that comes down somehow my foot got caught under the plate and this is on monday and you know there's a lot of little uh not puddles they're more like between puddles and lakes so my foot got caught i fell backwards i twisted around and I caught myself, so I didn't get that wet. I did not want to put my knee on the ground. I just thought I could spring right up. I couldn't. This time I flopped on my back, and if it wasn't for another kid helping me out, I might have drowned. So, Jesus. Oh, my God. It was embarrassing. It was stupid. I should have taken He offered his hand the first time. I said, I got it. Well, I didn't. And, but I think when I twisted the first time with my toe under the plate, that's when it might have happened. Because I looked at it, it hasn't bugged me, but I looked at it yesterday, and I had a foot that was three times more swollen than the uh, the other one, the good, Ooh. the so-called good one. My brother just visited his friend Walt at the hospital because he uh, something fell on his toe and he had to amputate his toe. Ooh. What? I know. And Walt is a big time lister, so hi, Walt. I said I was going to say hi, um, but yeah. So be careful out there. Just be careful. Oh I mean, maybe I better not go if they're going to take my toe. Right? Be careful out there, man. But yeah, Walt's listening uh, at the hospital, so we're we're uh, we want a quick recovery, get him back on his motorcycle. Excellent. All right, Sandy, is that going right. to do it? Well, I'm, I'm telling you, Bob, your mic sounds terrific. He sounds really good. Well, I'm glad. Well, is uh, do you, is Kristen on today? You want me? To, you had told me you wanted me to do the transition. Oh, I'd love to, if you want to do it, because she's smiling at me right now. She's going, Tom, no, 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 don't put me on with Bob. I can just, no, don't do it <laughs> well, to me, Tom. 
Not on with me. She stinks. No, he doesn't. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Kristen Burt and the lovely and talented Bob Sansevier with schmoozing. Okay. I got to ask Kristen, how tall is she? 5'3". Tom, you're about to hear from 5'3 of greatness. It's not like 14 feet of dumb. 5'3 of best ever. Small but mighty. Yes. Small but mighty. Best ever. You. You look taller with just your head there. I don't know. I know. I come from a whole tribe of very short women. Do you really? Yeah, my mom's 5'2", and like all of her sisters are about 5'1", so I was a giant at 5'3". I have a question for everybody on this, because I've been wondering about this my whole life. There are seven kids in my family, and I am at least a half a foot taller than all of them. Why did that happen? That's weird, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. Did you get teens from your grandparents? Did you have tall grandparents? Um, my uncles. My uncles on my mother's side were tall. Yeah, that was yeah. it. It's a genetic my anomaly. Because foot taller than me. He's six three. Yeah, isn't that interesting? <laughs> that happens. Five three, six three, whatever works. All right, Tom. I got one more question. Question for Kristen. Cause okay. I am curious. Um, now, Kristen, I'm six foot in the right pair of shoes. What is the tallest <laughs> heel you've ever worn? Have you gotten up to five eight or five nine? Uh, I wear five and a half inch heels for a oh formal God. red carpet, always, so because the gowns eight. are usually very long and they're borrowed and I can't hem them. So I wear five and a half inch platform heels, too, because that gives you an extra little lift. So, Bob. Wow. Yes. The average American man, I believe, is five nine. Uh, that's the last I heard anyway. Right. Yep. And Kristen will love this. And one of these days we're going to get. KB1 and KB2 together because they've never met in person. She's very fond of you. There's no question my wife is. But you know what I love about the average guy around Catherine? They stand up very tall because she's like 5'11". And guys really don't like it when women are taller than they are. But <laughs> I met, uh, God, who is it? I can't remember her name, but she was on the uh, uh, one of the volleyball teams or whatever. It's really weird to be around a woman who's like 6'5". You just don't see a lot of women that tall, you know? Well, if if, uh, if your KB1 were to borrow KB2's shoes, she'd be 6'4 and a half. Yeah, she'd be 6'4. I'll bring them. <laughs> well, so would Brittany. Brittany would yeah, be 6'3, 6'4, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I'm just impressed, Kristen. You, you can walk in those heels and with like a heavy gown. Like, that's impressive. Yeah, you get agree. used to it, and then you pay for it for, like, the next week. I always, like, uh, schedule a massage, chiropractor. Like, you have to work out. You really have to. It, it's honestly. And some of the gowns weigh about 10 pounds with the beading. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, even carrying that. Well, oh, my God. I'd drop, like, a fly. Flies don't Whoa. drop. I don't know. Drop, like, a fly? Is that not a saying? <laughs> Is that not a saying? Did I, I just make that know. up? I'm just torturing you. I was like, oh no. That's all I'm doing. You can just make drop up like a rock. Drop like a Fair rock not. is good. Uh, my husband usually says, shit or get off the fence. That's his big That's line. That's not quite a- Isn't accurate. Isn't that funny fence. though? Isn't that one funny? <laughs> yes, it cracks me up every time he says it. Ah, <laughs> uh, what the hell. So Hollywood, things are good. I watched a movie last night called. Oh, I can't now. I can't remember the name of the damn movie. It's about a guy who he and his wife, uh, they kill his wife and they try to kill him, but he he's paralyzed. Then all of a sudden, this guy with uh, AI gets a hold of him and implants this thing in his brain so he can move and he can walk and do all this stuff. So he takes it upon himself because now he can move and walk again because of this chip put in his brain. 
he starts killing everybody. Of course he does. <laughs> like, Sounds like a great movie. <laughs> Actually, it would, <clears throat> well, let me put it this way. The first hour is really good, and then the last half hour is kind of, eh, it's okay. It falls apart. Yeah, a lot of movies fall apart. Have you ever noticed that? It does. They start off strong, and yep. then you get to the end, and you're like, wait a minute. Why did they take the story in this direction? And sometimes I will say, and I don't know if people realize this, oftentimes there's seven people that have taken a pass at that script. Oh, yeah. You, know, you have the person who created the actual story, and then it just goes through multiple hands. And that's sometimes where a story can really just go in the wrong direction. I think the it was vision called, is gone by that point. I think the show, the movie was called Upgraded. Does that Does that sound right? Upgraded, I think. I think that's what it was called. It was not a bad movie. To let, like I said, last half hour is kind of lame, but you know, guy walking around. And the great thing about it is, every time they play artificial intelligence speaking, it sounds just like the uh, the uh, two thousand one Space Odyssey ship when. The, Listen, Dave. They all talk. Why do they talk like that? They're all ominous. Yes, they're very ominous. That's very true. Yes. AI is going to be the hot topic, I think, in movies and in oh, TV. Oh yeah. Um, yep. t- yesterday on Peacock, there's a new, and it's a it's a comedy show, it, and it's one of those you just have to like get on board and go for the ride because it's really good. But it's called Mrs. Davis, and Mrs. Davis is this sort of AI. Um, algorithm that has kind of like radically changed humanity and it's up to a nun follow me on this <laughs> who is played by Carrie <laughs> Gilpin if you guys watch glow she is such a fantastic actress um and um she, who hates ai and so she's sort of given this mission to um find the holy grail and if she succeeds Mrs. Davis will shut down for good. And Mrs. Davis, of course, is the AI. So mm-hmm. um, it just sounds bizarre. But the show, if you buy into it, is really well done. And gosh, Petty Gilpin is such a good actress. Magnificent. We need stuff and stuff to watch. I just decided something because you brought this up. When I'm coming to the end of my career in broadcasting or streaming or whatever the hell it's called now, I'm going to do the 2001 uh, closeout. So I'm going to go like this. I'm going to start talking to you and go, Kristen Burt's on with us, and I got to tell you something. She's really great to work. Remember the very end? When he starts <laughs> melting. Daisy. <Whoa>. Daisy. <laughs> like, Jesus, that's creepy. But in any case, so uh, anything really, really good. I need – Catherine's not going to be home till Sunday, so I need something. Well, not tonight. Because uh, we know that <laughs> – you are not finishing The Good Place in time, are you? Oh, my God. I'm three episodes in. It, that show sucks. No. Oh, so I hate that show. You, how about if we give you The Diplomat on What's Netflix? That? What's that? So, Carrie Russell. So, if you like The Americans, this is another good... Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. So, Carrie Russell plays a, a diplomat. She's headed to Afghanistan, and she's suddenly reassigned to the ambassadorship in the U.K., she has a turbulent marriage to a political star played by Rufus Sewell, and there's a whole international crisis. So this one, I think, maybe your more of your speed. It dropped yesterday on Netflix, so you can already go and start binge-watching it this weekend. And what's the name of it again? The Diplomat. The Diplomat. So I yeah. you think I'll Mary like Harry Russell is another one. This I'm calling this like the weekend of women because you've got Mrs. Davis out on Peacock. Oh, yeah. You've got The Diplomat with Carrie Russell. And for those of you who are my documentary lovers, I'm such a documentary nerd. Uh, Judy Bloom Forever on Amazon Prime. Anyone who is a Judy Bloom kid. And a lot of your listeners, they saw me on the red carpet last weekend mm-hmm. for the Judy Bloom. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. So many people 
sent me messages just talking about how they read her books growing up. And it just goes through the author and her life. And it kind of, she's very timely right now. A lot of her books are being banned in Florida. And for a lot of teen girls, this was a rite of passage learning about puberty. Wait a minute. <laughs> what do you mean the books? They're not been... on the bookshelves in elementary schools Why? and in middle schools. Wait a minute. Run that by me again. Why did they ban them in Florida? Uh, because there are, there are certain rules in Florida. You cannot talk about periods and menstruation before the age of 12. Okay. Even though girls were getting their periods long before that. And, oh, are and they Judy really? Bloom, this particular book, Are You There, Got It to Me, Margaret, which the movie comes out next week, mm -hmm. talks all about going through puberty and all of that. So how, how early do girls get their period? Uh, a, a lot of them are getting them at age 10. Really? I didn't know now, that. in this era, yes. Yeah, yeah, different era. Because it used different to be like era. 11 or 12, didn't it? Uh, I think 12 was probably the average about a decade ago. Yeah. And then, I, I mean, I can probably go back. A lot of girls got their periods at like 14, if you go back even like sure. three or four decades. So we've seen probably all the hormones in our food is changing when people go through puberty. You know, I've decided because of things like this, right? Because that's way over the top for the state to get involved in that kind of thing. And shouldn't the parents have the voice there? I absolutely agree. Yeah, I mean, um, and I, I was think. someone, I was, a, and I was a Judy Bloom kid and I read them. I read probably a few of her books a little bit too early. <laughs> However, <laughs> I, I grew up okay. in an era where, you know, you had sex ed in school, but the dialogue at home wasn't, you know, very open. And she kind of like taught me the ropes in a very healthy and open way. And um, I would hate to see that a generation misses out on that opportunity because not everyone has that outlet with an open dialogue with their parents or a yeah. close friend, family member, that type of thing. And I don't, I don't, do schools even do sex education anymore? I don't even know. Jeez, I have no idea. I have no clue. But I, I, I do know this. I am so sick of people trying to get votes by treating people different. I am so tired of the far right and the far left, I can't even tell you. Just shut up. We'll get together in the middle and try to figure things out. What do you say? That sounds good to me because Jesus. that's the country we need. But, whew, it's tough so right damn now. It's tough there. for Christ's sake. I never read uh, Dear God, It's Me, Margaret, but uh, my sister did beat me mercil uh, mercilessly with a copy of hers. That I don't know if you guys have, but there was a hard shell version of that that rolled around for a while. And mm. man, my sister laid a whooping on my ass with that book. What is it called? So you still have the uh, the God bruises. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it, it was. Is it called Dear God, It's Me, Margaret? Yeah. What's the name of it? I've yeah. heard. I've heard Are of that. Are you there, God? Yeah. It's me, Margaret. Yeah. 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 Are you there? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Yeah. yeah. Why would she hey. hit you with that book? Oh, my sister found many, many very creative ways to beat the <laughs> hell out of me. I tore her New Kids on the Block poster off the wall uh -oh. the first day of third grade, uh -oh. and my sister whooped my ass in the alley so bad I missed the first two hours of third grade. <laughs> I was just going to say, I have this weird feeling that we're on her side. Yeah, well, Ooh. years later, though, I would go on to work for Joey McIntyre from the New Kids on the Block, and I got him to call my sister on Thanksgiving. Oh, and it all made up for it. There you yeah. go. Mm -hmm. Very, very nice. I went to a New Kids on the Block concert. That was like a dream yeah. at Foxwoods. I don't, I don't even know what it's called anymore. I think it's, it used to be the Tweeter Center. They keep on changing it out in Massachusetts. But with Tommy Page and Tiffany. Oh, yes. What a late 80s, <laughs> early 90s lineup. <laughs> All I have to say is bring back the Spice Girls, damn it. Oh, they're so great. Mm. They turned down. Hey, I listen, love this is a little bit of juice. They, uh, print, uh, King Charles wanted them to perform at the coronation. Really? Yes. I love and they it. said no. Like every, 
so many major names turned down the uh, King Charles's coronation concert because there has been so much controversy around the royal family between the anti-monarchists. You have, the, you know, obviously Harry and Meghan and people siding with their side of the story. You also have a lot of people that don't love the history of the monarchy with yeah. um, colonialism. Yep. Yep. And they're just like, we don't want to touch this. So Adele, you have the Spice Girls, Harry Styles. They were all like, do no. Just not going to touch it. And you have instead Lionel Richie and Katy Perry and a couple of other smaller um, British groups performing. There you have it. Another brilliant report, sister. <laughs> well, she had to carry Sansevier on the way in. Yeah. And what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do? <laughs> All right. We'll have a magnificent weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. See you on Monday. Have Thanks a great a one, you guys. KB2, ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt. On the show, no question about it. We do have to take a break here, do we not? We'll be we right do. back in a couple of minutes. As a matter of fact, some great stuff coming up. Pat Boone will be with us. Yes, the Pat Boone. Chris Egger joins us in the 8 o'clock hour as well. Love the interview with Broken Lizards, Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy. A lot of, lot of great stuff coming up on the show today. People have been busting their ass to put together a good show. What did I say? I'm, I'm going to drop like a fly. You're exhausted? <laughs> I'm going to sleep like a fly tonight. You're going to sleep <laughs> like a fly. Yes, there's no question. That's what it is. We will be right back in a couple of seconds. We're going to talk a little legalizing of recreational marijuana in Minnesota. That's up next. Tom Bernard Show. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from radio ads to streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Ever heard the expression, go with a leader. Why do people say that? I go with a leader because you don't become one unless you're doing something right. And in the world of auto dealerships, that means you can trust they're treating their customers right, their employees right, and must offer value that makes more and more Minnesotans want to come back to do business the right way. The Nissan stores of Walzer Nissan last month were three of the top four leading sellers of Nissans in the entire state. Now, I don't want to say who was number one because I don't want the guys at Nissan Coon Rapids and Wyzetta to get jealous of Dan Rush in Burnsville. I'm Tom Bernard. My whole family owns and drives Walzer Nissans, and this April you can get 0% financing for 36 months on Rogues and Altimas, plus an additional $500 bonus on any trade-in you make. Even if you have to push it onto the lot, you still get at least 500 bucks on your trade. The leaders of Walzer Nissan Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids do things the right way, the Walzer way. So go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 finance on approved credit. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Rudy, because mm-hmm. there was a lot of peeing going on during that break. Yeah, we both were synced up officially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, yep. <laughs> yes, exactly. The pressure in the room. Perfect. That's exactly what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, in the news this morning, a Minnesota lawmaker said Thursday, the state house will vote on a bill to legalize recreational marijuana on Monday in the state of Minnesota. Uh, the announcement from Representative Zach Stevenson, uh, or it could be Stephenson, I guess. The bill's author came quite aptly on 420, huh? Mm-hmm. Pot day, a day typically associated with the enjoyment of cannabis. Is that true that that came from a bunch of kids getting together at 420 in the afternoon to smoke pot? Uh, yeah, I think it's when they got let out at school. Yeah. Yeah, they'd right. always say we're going to meet at 420. I think right. there was something around that, yeah. Yeah. That's where it came from, so that is true. Mm-hmm. I, that's, what I've, that's the legend I've heard. Yep, it's true. Uh, typically associated with the enjoyment of cannabis. Big news, my bill to legalize adult-use cannabis in Minnesota has been scheduled for... You going to make it over there? I pushed my button. You're you, have a to ignore, you have to ignore me when that happens. <laughs> Look, they got me a special button. I can cough now. I know. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. Just give me the high sign, and then I'll mute mine, too, so they'll both be muted. Just sit here in silence while I cough. <laughs> exactly. Why not work? It's so I mean, I know some people have had that cough for like two months. I'm on my... I'm past three weeks i've had this cough yeah. for over three weeks yep i've seen it before like a month or two it's not good i am loving it it's oh yeah awesome I, uh, I haven't seen my we me and my husband haven't slept in the same room in forever because when i lay down that's when i cough the most oh i sure yeah sure well so we're single i guess i'm single now big news my bill to legalize adult use cannabis in minnesota has been scheduled for a vote in the minnesota house on monday stevens said we're very close to getting this thing done and gaining momentum every day the move marks a significant step forward for the 300-page proposal, has been heard in uh, a, a whopping 16 committees, has seen several changes along the way. Um, in addition to legalizing cannabis use, the bill would establish an office of cannabis ma- an office of cannabis management. Mm-hmm. Are you going to get a drug dealer to run it? I was going to say maybe I can get a job. You should. Thank you, Brittany Arneson. Pot <laughs> manager. Weeds are. <laughs> Weeds are. That's a better title. You're okay, right. so That's a better title. Let me clarify. So this is just to make it completely legal no matter what. Like right now you can have it medically. Yes. Right? And you can buy yep. it. And and when you can have it medically, do you have to have then a doctor sign off on something? Or can I yes. like, okay. <clears throat> you do have so, to have a doctor sign off on it. Yep. So I can't go into a place and be like, I'm not sleeping. They're, they you, won't. You can buy uh, gummies, right? You yes. can buy those yeah. so already, right? That's yeah. legal. Are they 10 milligrams of a little chewy? It depends on, uh, most of which are five, but yes, you can definitely get up to 10. Yeah, somebody gave me a package last night at a show, a listener to the show, actually. Oh, that's nice. I was at a winery last night doing some stand-up, and a lady walked by, she was, I listen to the show all the time, and she handed me a pack of uh, five milligram gummies. I was like, thanks, ma'am. Yeah. And is that something you'll take? Like, is that? Yeah, every now and again. I'm not a a huge weed guy, but every now and again, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not either. I, yeah. I take it to sleep, but that's it just puts you to sleep yeah. so you don't get a buzz from it or anything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, boy, back when I was a kid, 
Still my favorite of all time, Norm, my buddy, who's... I have so many friends that are dead and died really young. Why is that? My neighborhood? Yeah, I think you're the constant and all that. Remember the Ford Maverick? Remember that, that car? <laughs> okay. yeah, they just started uh, releasing them again. That's what I heard. Yeah, they're <laughs> exactly. awesome. They're fantastic. Uh, the, those ones back then were not. No, they were not. You they're are right. Yes. <laughs> they're like little trucks? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no, this was not a truck. It was a car. Oh, yeah, the new, one, the, 60s, the, the new ones. Yeah, the new ones are like hybrid small trucks. Right. But yes, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm with my buddy Norm. Mm-hmm. He's driving his brand new Ford Maverick vehicle with roll down windows, by the mm. way. He, he couldn't put them down with a button. You had to roll them down by hand. Oh, yeah, with the crank. So we're sitting over at the A&W on Minnetonka. Or excuse me, Minnehaha. Mm-hmm. You know what that is on, right there just before you get to yeah. 62? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're sitting at that uh, A&W. And we're hitting the pot pretty hard, uh, and the whole car is filled with smoke. So this cop comes over and taps on the window, oh, on Norm's no. window, the driver's side window, and Norm rolls down the window, and this cloud just billows out of the car. Oh, my God. And the cop backs up so he didn't have to breathe it in. Yeah. He comes over and goes, what the hell are you boys doing? You know that's illegal, don't you? And Norm looks up at him, and he was so high, and he says to the cop, it's too cold, and rolls up the window. <laughs> <laughs> the cop started laughing and walked away. He thought that was hilarious. Oh, my God, the brazen. Like, when I'm high, the idea of talking to a cop, I would freak out. Mm-hmm. It's like, too cold. It's too cold. Oh, We're rolling no. back. Oh, okay. We're coming. <clears throat> you can come sit in here, officer. <laughs> We're not rolling our window down. I love it. People eager to cash in would apply for state licenses to operate cannabis businesses from uh, uh, cultivation to manufacturing of products to retail dispensaries. To get that up and running will take at least a year, but Minnesotans would uh, be allowed to have weed for personal use with limits starting as early as this summer. There's also, uh, it's also when another key part of the bill would kick in, automatic expungement of low-level cannabis convictions. There would be a board to consider resentencing or expungement of felony. Felony weed possession? What would felony weed possession even be? I don't know, but it would be great to get rid of all that. Probably a lot. You think it's a volume thing? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a volume thing, but at this point, too, it's like if we're selling it and it has to be this amount or that amount, just get rid of all the legal charges with it. Yeah. If it passed, Minnesota would become the 22nd state to legalize marijuana. A recent CBS News poll shows a majority of Americans don't just support legalization. They believe in using it out in the open, socially acceptable. Minnesota Democrats vowed, after taking control of the legislature in November's elections, to legalize marijuana this session. Republicans, some law enforcement uh, officials, have expressed concern over legal marijuana in the state. Governor Tim Walz on Thursday continues to show his support, saying he's ready to sign it into law. Yeah, I got a couple of, of friends of mine that were involved in that whole deal, did a really, really good job with the whole situation. That's good. We have them on the air. Probably yeah. Have one of these days. That'd be great. I'm going to stop saying on the air because we're not on the air. Yeah. I mean, on the stream. Don't go changing jargon. We're on All the right, air. We're on air. In 2021, the Minnesota House passed a bill legalizing recreational marijuana, but it failed in the then-Republican-controlled Senate. The current Senate has been keeping pace with the House, but there's still one more committee uh, stop next week. Do you think sometimes, because this is obviously a good idea, Mm -hmm. it's going to go on anyway, so why would Republicans oppose it? 
Do you think sometimes the Democrats and Republicans get together and go, okay, this time you're the bad guy, <laughs> and we are on our side, we'll really support it, and then you'll look like a genius because you go, you know what, my buddies in the Senate are right. I, I Scam. You're, you're so right. The, 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 the man-made controversy over it all. Yeah. I mean, yes. who cares at this point? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's not like it's going to kill you. Can you smoke? I, I highly doubt you could smoke enough weed to kill you. I don't know how it would happen. No, but they are talking about how um, people calling in for overdoses has happened quite a bit more. Of Be- marijuana? Yeah, because people who have never taken marijuana are doing the you know edibles and taking too much and oh. having to call in, and I guess it's a lot lately. So there's just got to be a regulate. You know, like there's... It's going to smooth itself out eventually. The reason I ask you that is because you got to find your own level when you take totally. the THC to sleep. And a lot of people take 10, 20 milligrams, something like that. I have to take like 50 milligrams. Oh, my God. Because I'm bigger. Yeah, yeah. I know a guy has to take 500 milligrams. I would get so high, I'd probably start vomiting. Oh, my. 500 milligrams a day. Holy cripes. I don't oh know my what God. I, I have no idea what that's all about. Why would you have to take so much I have anxiety? No idea. I have no idea. Um, last time I uh, took an edible, I took too much, and I was in my own head, and I was miserable. Yeah. I was, like, thinking about every time I've ever had a bad interaction with anybody and who I've angered in my life. I laid in bed being, like, never again. And that was, like, mm, it must have been, like, 2020, and I haven't, take, I haven't done an edible since. Yeah, I understand. It's kind of what I think I mentioned this before. I got to be very careful. And I don't know if it's only some of them or what the deal is, but the uh, the gummies, some of them give me nightmares. And oh, I don't I know bet. why. <clears throat> why would they, though? I don't know. I bet, though. You have to be so careful. I, because like Vicodin does that for me or like painkillers, I have these like scary right. dreams. <laughs> I don't like taking them at all. Like if I have like a, a, something done and I have Vicodin, whatever. I hate taking it because I have like vivid, scary dreams. Do you remember Chantex? With that the drug that people no. so Chantex was this drug that was like people were all excited about because it helps you quit smoking. But one of the things it did is give people like extreme, like vivid dreams and sleepwalking and make them erratic. Yeah. Yeah. It made people crazy. I don't know if Chantex is still on the market, but like I'm sure people have horror stories. There was, it was like that vivid dream thing that will mess you up. Oh, I know. There's no question about that. You yeah. are right, right on the money about that deal. I think Rudy's trying to track down Pat Boone. We'll see what the deal is. Yeah. Just start singing April Love. Come on, you guys, sing that. Tomorrow is Earth Day. Looking for ways to celebrate the solar system's greatest planet. Suck it, Neptune. And it actually says suck it, Neptune on here. <laughs> Second, uh, Neptune. <laughs> look no further than today's list of the top five simple things you can do to save the planet, Brittany. I'm on it. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Well, who the hell? Oh, no. They tried to be funny. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Recycle bottles, cans, and pieces of Madonna's face. Oh. I don't even get that joke. Because they say it's full of plastic. <laughs> oh, okay. Bicycle to work once you get a job, loser. Mm. Oh, boy, this is funny. Interact with an endangered species like, oh, Jesus, I'm not going to. These jokes are just dreadfully yeah. bad. Why do they do that? Just give us a list. 
Just, yeah, give us a list. You don't have to write any jokes with it. And it's all, so five simple things you can do to save the planet. I can't read them. They're just too lame. No. The one thing you can do to save the planet, or at least our save our, our mindset right now, is not read that list. I like that. It works for me. You want to do the five random facts here? I like the five random facts. He's still on the phone with them. I don't know what, what happened, but that thing's supposed to end in like four minutes and hasn't even started yet. There you go. So I don't know what the hell the deal is. Uh, five random facts for Friday. Here's some of the random facts for you. The president of France is Emmanuel Macron, uh, and the transliteration of his name into Chinese roughly means horse overcomes dragon. Oh, <laughs> wow. pardon me. Talk about a David and Goliath sitch. God, horse overcomes dragon. That's like a pretty that. cool name. Yeah. Uh, five years ago, he gave Chinese leader Xi Jinping a horse as a gift, which some people found interesting since China considers itself as descendants of the dragon, though that's probably reading too much into it. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.